Let's Get Two presents Go, Go Astro! Go, Go Astros! A focus on H Town Hardball. And this is Go, Go Astros. I'm your host, James Christopher. And yes, I am dressed as a Ghostbuster. Hopefully, we can exercise the demons of the 2019 World Series and the Astros can go on to a win. But I do want to wish everybody a very happy Halloween. If you've been paying attention to our Twitter, you know that I am a big fan of this holiday. Um, I have many more outfits planned between now and Sunday, but this is what I chose for my go-to-work day. But now we got to talk a little World Series. Astros nodded with the Braves at one-to-one, and Brian Arbor is about to jump on. And now one of the smartest guys on Astros Twitter, the guy who researches everything, and the guy still waiting for Terry Poole to keep coming through, Brian Arbor. And poof, he will appear. Brian Arbor's with us. Andy Tom Cheston is actually coming back from uh, the MLB store in New York. That's not why he went, but he got me something. So I can't wait to see what he brought home. I actually walked past the MLB store myself last night, and there were three Astros mannequins up, which I have to show you is three more than there were uh, back in August last time I walked past it. Okay, so they did make a change. They, they were like, oh, crap, they're in the playoffs. and People like them again. So we had to make some change because we were both. He sent me photos. We were shocked at how much Astro stuff was there and available to buy. And some of it pretty cool that you can't necessarily get online, which is, of course, dumb. But um, all right, let's talk about this thing. So we are at not at one. Um, I did just post on um, our guy, um, Apollo Dez's tweet about um if this game gets rained out and I post the famous scene when Martin Sheen yells at God from the West wing, because I think I, the, the rain out obviously helps the Braves. I don't think it's getting rained out. What are you looking for in these, these three games in, in Atlanta? Um, Truist park is a, is a hitters park. So um, I expect to see runs scored. Obviously the uh, Astros string, you know, both teams are better offenses than there are defenses. So um you know, it's, I expect both teams to score, and we're starting to get to the, you know, particularly when we get to game four and game five on the race side, the underbelly of each team's pitching staff. They'll have to use not, um, you know, the Braves would feel a lot more comfortable. They had Charlie Morton go in game five. Instead, they're going to have to go with some type of bullpen game. That really does change everything, doesn't it? Like the the, the missing of Charlie Morton, um I have a friend who says he has sources in the Astros and you, I, I, I believe him, but you just, you know, you never know, but you know, his, it, what he had given to us was, or given to me was that even the guys felt like those were games started by Morton were toss ups at best. So it does kind of change the, the complexion of the whole series, doesn't it? Yeah. And um, the strength of the Braves pitching staff are their top three starters. Morton uh, Freed, who we saw in game two, and Ian Anderson, who will pitch tonight. They've really struggled at a fourth and fifth starter in the playoffs, and now they're going to have to go to some combination of opener, bulk guy, bullpen game in most likely game four and game five. Or Freed on extreme short rest. Either way would be, you know, not the ideal for the Braves. If it gets rained out which I, again, I don't think it's going to get rained out. I don't, I think that it's a very high bar to wait to rain out a world series game, unless MLB really hates the Astros, but if it gets rained out, how much does that change the complexion of things? I mean, it'll make it easier for them to bring back freed in game five. Um, Cause he'd be on regular rest um, and with everything delayed, but then they still have to pitch game six and game, you know, game six with a bullpen game. 
uh, you know, an opener and a bulk guy, some sort of uh, less ideal strategy. So I don't think the effect of that is not so big. It would, I think, uh, believe the schedule would therefore be five games in five days, and that would stress both teams' bullpen and uh, require more creative managing by both Dusty Baker and Ryan Stitker. But I think that what, at least the way I feel about, and this is what I think is interesting about baseball, right? So for 162 games, we are the boys of summer. We play in the most ideal, and then we get to the playoffs where now we're going to play in 45 degree weather and it's wet. And we're taking 162 season and contracting it to seven games. It does seem like if it becomes a five game straight deal, then it will expose depth. And I do think the Astros have the advantage when it comes to overall depth. Yeah, I mean, I think um, you, you trust the end of the Astros bullpen uh, better. In part, Brian Presley is the best reliever in this series. Brian, let's be well, honest, though. What part of the Astros bullpen do you actually not trust right now? Because, yeah. well, Christian Javier and Phil Maton, who were, you know, average and shaky at times during the regular season, of the bullpen have performed excellent in the postseason and have been a big asset to the Astros. I think combined the two of them have given up one run over. I think it's 17 and two thirds innings between the two of them. Um, so they've done a really uh, excellent job. Um, and that has been an asset. Will that continue? Is that sustainable? And that's a big question, but right now both of them are throwing well, and that's been big help to the Astros, of course, turn over the brave side and you had questions in their bullpen, but they've gotten, you know, the best version of the top three arms in their bullpen. Uh, Will Smith, who is, you know, not someone who has endeared a lot of trust through the years to uh, Braves fans has pitched really well as their closer. And um, Tyler Matzik has been excellent this postseason. So again, will that continue? It's the same question on both sides. Yeah. It's interesting. You, you mentioned like film. I mean, both, both those guys, I, I guess Will Smith didn't give up runs, but he walked a couple guys and then Phil Matzik gave up a, a run in an inning and two thirds to the Astros. I, I feel like Astros hitting bullpens is usually a pretty good combination. What do you see tonight? I mean, um, looking at just Anderson versus Garcia, the yeah. weather game, I'm sure every Astros fan flashes back to his start in Colorado. It won't be that cold. It won't be that wet, I'm sure. But just overall, what are you seeing? What are you looking for tonight? Yeah, I mean, so one is the Astros have an excellent offense and they tend to score five runs or more each game. So I look for them to score runs. Ian Anderson is a pitcher who's like his stat cast metrics aren't as good as his numbers that he's produced. So, you know, one thing to think of is this someone who is pitched above his head possibly and will get exposed against the best offense in baseball. And that's a possibility. The other thought is whatever stat cast is measuring isn't quite the right thing. And he's the, you know, uh, 3.5 ERA guy. Uh, we've seen throughout the year. So that'll be the tension on the Astros side, you know, on the uh, you know, Braves pitching Astros hitting side. Uh, with Garcia, it's a question of which guy will show up. If we get the guy from game six of the uh, of the American League Championship Series, if we get the guy we saw most games this season, um, that'll be the case. Um, you know, Garcia is fit to both uh, prones, uh, bouts of inconsistency. Isn't everybody um, <laughs> that particularly showed up in his first two? Not you on this show. You're like you're like you're Lou Gehrig, man. You're just out there every day and you're killing it. I am the iron horse of podcasting. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I do. I do feel like it's interesting too with Garcia. Um, and again, I love the fact that you, you, I was talking with this to Andy this morning before he took off about how none of the three of us on this show gave up on Maton. 
like everybody else did. And I don't think any of us really looked at his game to start in the ALCS as anything more than an aberration because he had been good all year. It does seem like Shrami really did fix, and hopefully it sticks, the issues that was also causing the knee pain, which was throwing his mechanics off. Yeah, and he threw harder in game six of the American League Championship Series than he'd thrown all season. Some of that is it's the playoffs. If you're going to throw hard, you're going to throw it now. And, you know, no, no saving for uh, no saving for the future. So it's common for pitchers to increase their velocity. But uh, the increase we saw in uh, Garcia is notable and was quite effective. And again, hopefully part of that's a mechanical adjustment about how his foot is uh, in relation to the rubber. Hopefully that continues tonight. Um, what about what about offensively? Um, I'm sorry, defensively to keep the offense going. You know, I read an excellent article um, by one of the MLB national writers about how the Astros really shouldn't be too concerned about the outfield defense, that that the percentage of really hard to catch fly balls in a playoff game is like 4% or something. And so it should be really a non-starter. Overall, what are your thoughts on just Tucker in center and, and Alvarez in left? Yeah, I believe that article is by Mike Petriello of uh, oh, yeah, MLB.com. Yeah. And he, he he's an excellent, and I highly recommend his stuff. Uh, anybody, and you know, part of what I said is there, there's usually on average, you know, you know, one ball every couple games that is in between for an outfielder. So yeah, Jordan is not as good defensively. That's a compromised defensive alignment, but like he pointed out in game five of the, um, of the 2019 world series, uh, AJ Hinch put Jordan in left field and he hit a home run, had another, uh, base hit and then, um, you know, didn't have to deal with any any difficult fly balls. So uh, hopefully that's what we see tonight. Um, and hopefully we, you know, look, the Astros offense is excellent and hopefully they can, you know, you know, we, we should expect for them to score some runs and therefore be able to put in uh, Chaz McCormick or Jose Siri late as a defensive replacement. Um, take your analytical hat off then. What is your confidence level at? I mean, I, and I know it's hard to separate the two, but um, I mean, are you sitting here feeling like, yeah, it's the world, the Astros World Series to lose, or do you feel are you are you letting ghosts of Astros past kind of creep in? Um, I'm I'm asking you almost as much for for my own mental health as anything because I think uh, the way I'm describing my feelings right now is utter despair. So uh, where are you? Yeah, I'm. You know, this series is kind of a toss up. I do think the injury of Morton really sort of you know helps the helps the Astros is you know sad as that is, but, you know, part of why the Astros, this was more of a toss up than it would have been otherwise is that Lance McCullers is, is out. So both have lost their, you know, perceived game one starters. And that sort of gives a small edge back to the, uh, small edge back to the Astros. Um, this is a veteran team with lots of players who play tons of playoff games. This is a team that is proven again and again to be the best offense in the major leagues. This is a team with lots of really strong assets going into a pitcher's park against another team that's going to be compromised in what their pitching plan is. So, you know, hey, the playoffs are a crapshoot. It's the uh, it's the it's one of the lessons of Moneyball, the book, um, and that's still true. But hey, I, I want to roll the dice. You know, I'm willing to roll the dice in the Astros' favor. Um, cause I think it's, you know, slightly in their favor. One of the, the kind of hidden stats that I thought was interesting when I was looking up Ian Anderson is yeah, he's got a, he's had a good ERA these playoffs, but it looks like he's averaging about four innings a start. And I feel like if he only goes four innings tonight, that's a really big push in the Astros favor because you're requiring at least five to be covered by the Braves. And I feel like, um, you know, the Astros have to just attack like they did 
in game two and get out, get after him early. Yeah, that would be ideal to get them out early and to put more stress on their bullpen with bullpen games upcoming. And we'll create pressure on Brian Snitker to figure out if he should go a third time through the order with his third best starter. Um, the one he's, you know, can pulled relatively early. Um, he does have some reverse splits or pretty neutral splits. So it's not like they want to get him out. Um, they may not want to get him out early against like Brantley, who has, uh, who has platoon splits. So again, that could be a chance, an opportunity for the Astros to take advantage of that. And, and this is true for both teams, how they manage their bullpen. Do they try to avoid going three straight days with their top arms? Or do they sort of push um, top arms? I assume we'll see the top arms today. They all had off yesterday. Braves Todd, Braves gave theirs uh, two days off. Um, but, you know, I expect to see that. How they manage that across the next three days is a very interesting and important um, you know, factor. Uh, before we get out of the out of here, then let's uh, I'm going to get a I want to get a game prediction from you before that Astro five Astros nominated for gold gloves. Who do you see uh, actually winning the award? for the Astros, or do you think all five of them have a shot? Um, getting people to vote for Astros right now is, you know, <laughs> if it just the numbers. So if you want me to give you an honest prediction, it's that none of them will win. They'll all come second or third. Um, that's probably residue of the science ceiling scandal. But and worth noting, uh, the Gold Gloves have never done a good job of identifying the actual best fielders. Um, so, you know, uh, Derek Jeter has a whole bunch of them in. No number shows he's a good fielder. So don't put a lot of stock in who votes for the gold glove. All right. Well, do you have a score prediction tonight? And does the game, does the series come back to Houston? Uh, I will say uh, seven, four Astros tonight. And uh, I think I think the Astros in six. So yeah, comes back. The Astros clinch it in game six in Houston. I love hearing it. We'll talk to you probably. We'll figure it out, but we'll be back soon. Go Stros. Sounds good. Sounds good, James. Go Stros.